what up everyone welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage home theater edition where we take a movie or tv show and give it back to you full of spoilers thoughts concerns quotes and a review at the end as always this is your host tony with my boy nikki what's up what's up what's up movie goers all yes. right today we're going to review a movie about an orphan that goes on a cross-country trip to find his boss's niece and ends up going head to head with a hipster. Yes, of course. This movie is <laughs> The Gray Man. Yes, is, which is a which is the newest release from Netflix itself, starring none other than Ryan Gosling, uh, Anna De Damaris. Uh, how do he pronounce? I feel like when I Anna De Armas. De Armas. Sorry, I'm Spanish and I can't even pronounce it right. <laughs> and Chris Evans, amongst other new newcomers. Um, this movie is actually you know. I, I'm not trying to see how I can just jump into it. Right, it's, it actually was directed by the Russo brothers too. Really? Since since I think Endgame was their this is their first movie out of Endgame that they did. It was an interesting movie. Um, I thought the fight scenes were awesome. I my favorite thing my favorite thing about the whole thing was Chris Evans. Oh my god, he was fucking phenomenal. But you know what it is? What, and, all right, go. Good. So this is my thing about like this is the reason why I'm excited about it. Because I felt like while Chris Evans was playing Captain America, he had to live up to that role. He, I felt like he was not able to play his normal weird mm -hmm. asshole self. Like yes, because I mean, he's he's that lovable asshole. But he's always been that lovable. Every movie he's always been Scott like, Pilgrim since his introduction of uh, what was it? Not another teen movie. movie. Yes, he's always been that just kind of like insufferable, just like lovable asshole that he always plays. So I feel like he hasn't been able to. The lit, like I feel like that's a lot of energy he's not able to come out with because he's been able to have to play such a goody two shoes. Yeah, and now he's like, yeah, I'll do it. You know, hey, you don't Captain America, do what you got to do. And now he's just living that, living it up. And this that asshole was life. Yes, this was a great adaptation to that. Oh man, uh, so it was fun. Um, All right, so the one yeah. thing I I loved about this movie, I enjoyed when well, I loved, but I appreciated and enjoyed about this movie. Mm -hmm. Is that it, it felt like the Russo brothers took it back to a core of just straight action movies. Yeah. That it was, and it was a good action movie. And it's, and it, the storyline was very simple mm -hmm. to understand, it's simple to grasp. There was nothing over like uh, infinite with Mont Wahlberg. There was like too much intricacy they were trying to do with it. It was felt weird for me. It was like the storyline was weird. Okay. Uh, or even, um, Gemini Man with 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 uh, Will Smith. Convoluted. Yeah, it was very convoluted. That was the best. best both movies were. I'm like, just that it, it, I understood it, but just like there was no reason for it. This one was just straight. We're hiring you to be a CIA operative that plays in the gray area. That's why it's the green. And well, it's, it's actually based off a novel of the same name. What I like about it was the fact that this character because. The thing is, like you say, you 007s and Gemini Man, they're very convoluted, very weird structure. But this is simple. We're going to have somebody who can do things that we're not capable of doing. But in order to achieve that, this this person can't have anything. No history, no background, no files, nothing. So they literally keep no record of this man or this because there's a group of them. Yeah. But they have they keep no record whatsoever. Like for the purposes of what this is, right? So they literally, because obviously they have to, it has to be somebody they can literally just say, you know, this, like they have to say, we have no idea who this person is. Yeah. So well, they of course. have not no kind of trail. So I love the fact that that's what, that was his, that was his biggest ability. Yeah. He can do all the things that he did, but the fact that there was nothing 
to tie him to anything. Tie him to anything. They couldn't connect him. They couldn't find anything that had his name on it, you know, let alone anything that had a background and where is he from, what he can do. So this is a ghost for their, for, for that role. And the fact that the very first thing you saw him do was literally have to uh, go up against one of his own. Yeah, which he didn't know at the moment. And you know what's funny? I liked how they recruited him. That he was a prisoner, but yeah. I guess his his crime was somebody he he, he killed somebody that yeah. was bad. Yeah, and he goes, I just want to train you to do it more times. Yeah, and he goes, for how long? For, for eternity. And that was that was crazy because they they literally had to find people that had nothing. Like, no, you're we're, you're never gonna get out of this. This is never gonna end. Like, yeah, you know, we'll take care of you, and you're gonna be you're gonna be fine. But this is not this is forever. Yeah. Like, so they had to go in there knowing that they're going to have to do the same job for the rest of their, you know, for the rest of, uh, of their life. Yeah. And is it, I don't know about you, for me, but for me, this movie, uh, in recent years, I want to say, say recent as in 10 years or less, for an action movie, this has some of the best one-liners <laughs> in, in, in an action movie that, okay. that were so like, okay, I see what you're doing. Like they had a reference of uh, of his upcoming movie, uh, Barbie. Mm-hmm. He goes, he was like, let's let's get this Ken lookalike doll out the way. And I was like, I like what you did, but there was other. We'll go into some quotes later. But well, I did it. I, I would agree. Not to say one line is what I liked was the uh, codes, the code like the language that they would speak. Oh yes, because obviously they have to say things on a phone where. It doesn't sound like they're actually talking about what they're talking about, but it, like I like the nuanced ways that they were doing it. The, the, uh, was it coded language? Yes. The coded language in which they did it. The only thing that, that kind of felt off to me was um, uh, the the character uh, the Amis, uh played. As far as why she was uh, Anna D'Armas, like, why she was involved. Like It bothered me because... like. She okay, so the reason why she was involved is because she was the boots on the ground operative that was assigned to him. Yeah, but she spent like less than a minute talking to him. Yeah, no, but the thing was that because the thing was that the the so here so he was uh so in the movie at the beginning he was his target was number four, which is another mm-hmm. uh person within his group that mm-hmm. had some Sensitive information on him, on the person, and he ends up getting it from him, dies, and they're looking for the CIA director or whatever, the head of the operation is looking for that because that holds a lot of information about a lot of his wrongdoing. No, no, I remember all that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, but here's the thing is that, this is what I'm going to get to. The reason why she had to go into play is because she's being set up as a scapegoat why the mission failed. Is that what they were doing? I thought they were just trying to, like, they were going scorched earth on it, whereas, like... No, no. They there was like, more, they, they, he used Chris uh, uh, Chris Evans' characters to scorch Earth, to fucking burn everything. But as the face of it, they're using her as the scapegoat of to the reason why not everything went wrong. That's why she went after him. She goes, I need you to come to me, to the CIA office, and clear my name, saying that you never gave me anything, you never told me anything, because I'm a field agent, and they're taking that away from me. Yeah, that was the reason because she was being the scape. She was scapegoated as the person that's going to take the fall. Okay, for so everything. not that he believed that she was working with him, but just no, the fact that she she thought that they believed it, but he, the director, knew that 
she they needed a scapegoat. They needed somebody to blame it on. And that's the only reason why they tie her into the story arc. Okay. I didn't think about that at the time. I was like, man, why why like why are they like going why are they blaming her so directly? But then I get I get what you're saying. Yeah, so he need he needed a, a face mm-hmm. to, to, to take the to take the fall. And he was choosing her because that was the person on on the ground with him. Yeah. Okay. I'm but down. she did good. I I I I want to actually see Ryan Gosling in more action movies. I think he's. I feel this. like he's now like. I think that's a lot of actors. That I feel like once they establish what they want to establish, right? Mm-hmm. Then they start like, for example, think about it, like uh, not that Denzel Washington never did action before that, but it was always dramatic action. Now it's like just action action, right? Yeah. So it's almost like once they establish themselves as a a bona fide actor, somebody that can play a good role. Then they, they have fun with it. They go start yeah. doing like straight up action roles. And I think Ryan Gosling has proved himself. I don't know if he's gotten any awards, but, you know, now he's just going to do fun action or, you know, take advantage of the fact that, you know, he's still he's still going to do them well. So it's like, but I don't know. The Barbie one is a little confusing, but yeah, going from the gray man to the Barbie. It's interesting. It's, it's, it's a it's a nice jump. It's interesting. Jump, and that's yeah. cool because he, it gives him range. And it, and, and most likely. I, I honestly feel that the Barbie movie is gonna be funny as fuck. I think it's I gonna be. Where, I think it's gonna be a sleeper. Isn't it gonna be the, the yeah the, a sleeper of the year? I think because people are so underestimated. But then you have Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling in it. Uh, but well, that's a tale for another. No, the question though is like, well, I mean, going it sounds just real quick just to finish my thought on that, um, because the bar whole Barbie setup is like I wish it could be more like a, almost like if it was a a, a um, Deadpool type of movie. But because it's Barbie, I think it's going to be way too marketed for kids. But anyway, yeah. um, going back to Gray Man, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was interesting. Um, I don't know where it leaves you, though, like at the end of it. I just, it, it really felt kind of like it didn't know where to end. I feel like I didn't know where to end. I didn't know where it was going to be the conclusion of it. Just because, like, was he now going to play this, like, daddy role or? Yeah, he's going to play. So, so yeah, so throughout this whole action. And one thing I didn't get. Through the trailer, and, and the, you're jumping to the end, but I just want to backtrack a little bit. In the trailer, now, and I'm like, I had to rewatch a trailer before because in the trailer, it seemed that they put a hit out on him, and then everybody's going after him. If you thought of it, I thought of it almost as um, the, the Mission Impossible Rogue. Okay. Where where all the hitmen went after him and from different yeah, yeah, different, different types, agencies different yeah. agencies we're going to have so this one I thought it was like oh shit there's going to be different there's only one person that actually betrayed him and everybody else that went after him was just different phases of groups that were with um with um Chris Chris Evans character Chris Evans except, except that once that one Middle Eastern men that was the subcontracted person No outside. but that's what they, what happened was he was the point person but he did subcontract the entire thing where he's like, he just called everybody. But hey, listen, I got this money. Come and get it. But he was technically, he wasn't, I know they marketed him as like, he was like a, an outside person they hired. Who? But, uh, Chris Evans character. But I felt like because um, they found out that they had, him and the director had a relationship that he was his henchman in a sense. Yeah. He was his so, contracted henchman, but, but he was a person. So he, contract, he subcontracted everybody who he could find. No, he didn't subcontract because yeah. he no because uh, all right so the the middle east man i can't forget his i remember his name he worked on his own he 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 did his own thing he 
He but didn't yeah, have but to. He, but that's what I'm saying. He subcontracted in the sense of like he went up to other people that were singular working and be like, hey, listen, whoever can get him, I'll give him a million dollars. Yeah, no, but he said, but in the trailer, it seemed like he hired a bunch of people that that were all individual groups that were going after him. Yeah. In reality, he just hired all these henchmen in different that that tried to attack him in different phases at at certain points. The Middle Eastern man worked on his own time. He he. He, he just waited till everybody finished yeah. each other and just walked in. He just walked in last minute to do all that. So that's what I'm saying, that he was on his own accord and the way he was handled, apparent, apart from everybody else that felt like a cohesive group that they just hired him. That was his boss. You hear me? I got you. So he, he worked in, in his own world that nobody, inter- he, he didn't have to report to anybody except to present what needs to be presented. Yeah. So that's the only thing that got me fucked up with the beyond the trailer to that one. I said, I'm like, wait, where's everybody else? And like, there was only one person. Because that, he, was, he was the only one that caught him. Yeah. And that was the only one. And I'm like, oh, I thought it was going to be more different people from different phases of from different skill sets and everything else that he has to maneuver around. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's going to be uh, another spinoff to this one where uh, it was supposed to be Charlize Theron as a female counterpart to him. So it might be somebody like one of the numbers, one of the numbers that get, we have one loose. So we need to either bring it, bring him back in or like eliminate him. So I just want to know, like, if it's going to be him having to protect a girl again, I don't know if it's going to be as interesting, but it would be interesting if um, like he's just trying to survive. Yeah. Like now they're coming after him specifically. So he's just trying to survive. Yeah. So that would be interesting to see. And that would be cool because then, then you have different sectors across the world because you don't know how many how high the number is. Well, yeah, you're right. I don't know. They never concluded like what they just know number six, number four because we never heard about number one. And this guy died, so probably looking into his past is where they probably find that there was more like how many of them there were. Yes, and like that they could release everything, or say that this person has all your information and he has the ability to release it. So we need to eliminate him from that. But yeah, so so yeah, towards the end of the movie, it, it he goes he f- he flees he flees with a girl, mm-hmm. and which is I think it was funny they were trying to pin everything on him or trying to pin everything on uh, Chris Evans' character, mm-hmm. and then ha- and then have him in solitary confinement till eternity. But he had got out. But it was it was a decent movie. I'm not. I had I had fun with it. I knew what I was getting into, like I normally say, uh, but. It was it was a good Netflix action movie. I, I I'd like that they went straight to streaming, not to theater. If one went to theater, probably would have watched it. Nah, it probably wouldn't have been as good. Yeah, because it would have been like probably this outside thinking. But if you're sitting at home watching it, it was fun. Yes, if you have to go to the movies and spend twenty bucks plus like eighty five dollars for a pop, small popcorn and soda, and I'm like, uh, it's questionable. What was your favorite quote? Let's get into quotes. Um, you have one. I have. I have, I have two. One. Um, like I said, it was a lot of like one-liners. Not necessarily, but like I said, the dialogue in general, how he spoke to, um, Tommy, uh, this guy, uh, this guy, it's not Tommy Jones. What's his name? Sorry. Um, sorry. Uh, you got it. Sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. it was Dylan. Why was he not one of the first people to show up? Oh, <laughs> um, Billy Bob Thornton. Yes, Billy Bob Thornton's character, as far as the way the dialogue he had with him. I loved it. Oh, yeah. As far as the way he would just kind of tell him an update without telling him what's going on. Stuff like yeah. that I enjoyed. So I don't know. I'm trying to, but I can't, I can't think of a one liner that got me. What got, about you? I got two. I got two. 
the one was a conversation, and this is after this is when he first got gets caught by the police, and there's a whole fucking shootout in the middle of town, like the square, mm-hmm. and um, another Admas comes in, saves his ass, and she goes, "Are you hurt?" He goes, "No, but my ego's kind of bruised." <laughs> I was like, "That's fucking beautiful," and wow. then. Uh, during that shootout, which is funny, I think is around the same time that shootout is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Evans' character is at the the fucking villain's lair, uh, fucking with a yeah, bunch yeah. of baristas over there, and just hanging out with hipster music. Um, he's there, and the CIA CIA um, liaison is with him, and she's complaining like you're shooting cops, you're killing people, like. He goes, well, if you want to make, if you want omelets, sometimes you have to kill people. <laughs> I was like, fucking, you know, that was such a cold line. I was like, yes, I, I could see that. <laughs> if you want, if you want to have, so, it was so scary. If you want to make omelets, and I, I, don't know, I don't know if it was if you want to make omelets or if you want omelets, mm-hmm. you got to kill some people. <laughs> I was like, fuck, yes, bro, okay. He was such a scorched earth type person. I love that. That was fun. Oh my god, where he was just like he just did not give up. He just, he, oh, he didn't give a fuck about anybody. No, he killed everybody. Oh man! Like he went straight up to everybody. Like whatever rule they they thought they were, he just he didn't give a shit. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm safe." No, you're not. He didn't give a shit. Or, or when they pulled out uh, uh, Billy Bachtoin's nails, I was like, "Oh yeah." I felt that. I felt that in my my hand. Oh no! Right before that, when he when he tried to pop, like if it looks like he was about to pop his, he was like, "Oh, I just did that just for effect." I didn't know if it was gonna work or not. I just tried. I just <laughs> came up with it in the moment. Yeah, it's just, like, I just came up with it in the moment. All right, guys. Oh man. All right, so let's get into ratings. Let's get into these ratings. Um, I will give this because we're not doing three and a half. So I'm doing giving it a three, Nikki's. A solid three. I agree with it. I would I would have gotten a three and a half, but no, I get it because we don't do halves and we don't, I don't do three think and a half. It's a four caliber. No, yeah, but I, it would have been close. But I'll give it a three. Yes, all right. Solid three Nickies for the Green Man on Netflix with Ryan Reynolds, Chris Evans, directed by the Russo brothers. And like that, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the latest episodes from my mom's garage home theater edition. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at From My Mom's Garage. Or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Later.